0: What does motion sound like? With Kizikans free shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com/socks.
1: Of course, what's dominating Washington is the issue of a potential government shutdown, <clears throat> and the the way the Democrats play this is they first go ahead with outrageous spending that they jam through with party line votes and don't consider any Republicans, don't consider any alternatives. And we all understand that this government spending is the cause of our inflation, that we're not getting money when government spends, it's taking money out of our pockets because of inflation. And we're watching this happen, we're watching this unfold. And now McCarthy is trying to stop that uh, by demanding that there be real cuts in the federal spending supported by the Democrats. And he's having trouble getting every single Republican on board for it. He can only afford to lose four votes in the House and still pass his program. Uh, but What's scaring the Republicans off is that the Democrats will say, we're not going to negotiate. We don't want this budget. Close the government down if you have to. Well, government shutdowns basically affect the Washington, D.C. area. They affect the federal workers who work there. And uh, the newspapers love to run photos of people and stories of people who can't visit national parks. (laughs) And... And, um, and 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 they they do this to hype concern about this. And also,
0: uh, we're sponsored by uh, Patriot Gold. So this show, you know, the
1: Dick Morris show, and Dick's taking a drink, taking it easy right now. Um, it's vodka. And the 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 <laughs> Democrats use the specter of government shutdowns and the political harm that flows from it to intimidate the Republicans, intimidate McCarthy. And to try to peel off a few votes of moderate Republicans uh, who uh, who are afraid of taking strong positions on this issue, but the spending has been done, and unless we act, act to curb it, unless we pass the stuff McCarthy is pushing, which set permanent limits on this and uh, stop and stop the Democrats from these huge increases every year, we're going to be stuck with inflation constantly. And uh, we'll continue to fall victim to this show game where they, to their faces, give us raises, and uh, in fact then take away the money from us uh, through inflation. Let's go to Alex in Brooklyn. Hi, Alex. Hey, Nick, thanks
0: for taking the call. I got two questions, short ones, but I first want to comment about this government shutdown because I think if we have a government shutdown until the end of Joe Biden's presidency, he would probably hurt the economy less than if we allow all the Democrats to just spend unlimited money, which is what they want to do because that causes more inflation hurts our economy, probably more than if we have a long-term government shutdown until Trump or another Republican gets back into the White House. But I want to ask you um, two short questions. Number one, about the jobs. So... It, the jobs are, are at a very are very unemployment is very low now and part of it is, is because people came back from COVID but you still have a few million more people that that got jobs now that didn't have jobs before COVID and it's not second jobs that people are taking and I want to know what is that attributed to it seems like it's uh, something that, that is a positive for Biden I don't see what he did that would cause that but I want to know what the cause for that would possibly be Second question, I think um, when Trump goes back into office, and I think Republicans now, we need to push for, in order not to have any government shutdown and to have a bill that really helps the American people, we need to keep all disagreements out of, of a budget bill, meaning whatever – got, you've got to pass the needs of the American people. Let's say when uh, – this is one thing I have a problem with Trump with, the border, the border wall back in when we had your, the government shut down. Your question your questions,
1: said, hang, hang on, hang on. Let me deal with the first issue first. The unemployment rate is low, but that's because millions of people, tens of millions of people have dropped out of the labor force. Uh Uh, Only about 25% of people under the age of of, uh, 25 are actually in the labor force. Uh, That is, When they come by and they say, are you looking for a job, they say, no. I'm living in mom's basement. Mom and dad are paying for me, and I'm having a grand old time. I don't want a job. And when you actually look at the number of people who are working compared to the number of people who worked in the past – even with population increases, there is a very large number of unfilled jobs and of people who are not earning a lot of money. The problem is that we're coming into the same trap that Japan is in and Germany's in, which is their labor force is getting older and older and the young people are not working. They're not doing their share of the job. and. Therefore, you're not getting the produ- the production that you need to sustain the elderly people on in the benefits that they're being given, and this problem of underemployment, not unemployment, but underemployment, is a is a huge one and uh, worthy of worthy of talking about. When we look at the unemployment situation, we've got to understand understand that. Let's go to John in Bergen County. Mr.
0: Moore, it's always, Mr. Moore, it's always a pleasure speaking with you. I just wanted to bring up a quick little comment. I was not a Donald Trump supporter in 2016, but that turned quickly as I saw both parties turn against him. I realized that this guy might be the guy. And as I'm looking at it going through the, through the last couple of years, I've kind of come to see what you've seen and what the polls see. I see Donald Trump as David, and I see the federal government as Goliath, and he's single-handedly taking them on. He is the cause of righteousness, yep. and we really need to be behind
1: this guy. <clears throat> yeah, he really is. And, in fact, you say David and Goliath. I think that the biblical metaphor is appropriate, but I'm more thinking of Christ with the cross. Oh, my God. Uh, this guy is really suffering for us big time and uh, and taking on his own chin all of the sins of the government. and uh, And he's putting up with it. He's carrying us and uh, he's really proceeding with the reforms and changes that we need. So I think that Donald Trump is, is increasingly a role model, and, uh, and I'm, I'm thrilled to be working with him. Uh, let's go to uh, Al in Yonkers. Hi, Al. Okay, let's go to uh, Sal in Queens. Hi, Sal. Hey, Sal. Hello, Sal and Queens. Oh, hello, yeah. Sal, you there? There he okay, is. Okay, so talk. To talk <laughs> hello? show. Hello. <laughs> yeah, hello. So what's on your mind?
0: Hey, Dick he and Dickarino and Dogarino, here's the deal. The bottom line is $13 billion for illegal aliens and not one set towards building, establishing, opening a city around retirement home for American veterans at all the New York city. It's a disgrace. And one other thing, where was, where was a uh, Biden? Why didn't he visit the family of that little angel, Dominici, who was killed by those animals in the Bronx and comfort them and the family? Right. Where yeah. was the cause? Where was Carlos Dolan? Why didn't he go there and comfort the family?
1: Yep. Good, good question. Good point. I like you passionately. <laughs> uh, I think, that the, uh, I think that it's clear as these incidents take place and as we look at the crime that's building, we look at the illegal immigrants that are increasingly dominating our cities, particularly New York, uh, I think we're seeing the products of Biden's policies. And it's the, it underscores the argument for Trump big time.